0: unbecoming of age the podcast a cautionary tale listen to what they say then do the opposites. your hosts Colin Flynn and John M Craig
1: thank you for joining us you are listening to unbecoming of age the podcast it's hosted by two guys that have never met each other in real life I am one of those guys my name is Colin Flynn I live in Iowa And my co-host is Mr. John M. Craig.
2: Hey, what's up, Colin? Second time I've done this on a school night while working uh, 14, 15 hours a day. Going going? to school
1: tomorrow? Do you got school tomorrow?
2: I do. I have to. Yeah, I have to pick someone up, and not too early at like 8, 10 a.m. I think something like that.
1: And you've you've changed locations, uh, honest? You are uh, this evening standing beside the road uh, somewhere in. Hmm. Brooklyn.
2: That is correct. Green I am in Point. Brooklyn, New York, Greenpoint, Brooklyn. Yes, and I am. I'm on the third floor, and the bedroom window is literally parallel, almost the same height as the Brooklyn Queens Expressway.
1: Is there any possibility that if a runaway vehicle just loses it somewhere on the Brooklyn Brooklyn Queens Expressway, it can come through the window?
2: Um. In, like, in maybe, like, a movie like, uh, like, what's that movie with uh, Will Smith? The fourth, oh. of, when the July 4th movie, 4th oh, of July. 4th right. of July? I don't know. You know, maybe a Transformers th- movie, like a Transformers movie, right? Maybe, like, a superhero movie.
1: I was thinking uh, Keanu Reeves in the school bus. Uh, uh, yeah, speed. It's speed. Speed. Right. All right. Yep. I'm not yep. the cop.
2: In real life, um, I'd have to look out the window to see how close I am to it. Yeah. Uh, it's two lanes, a parking lane in between. I mean, it could happen.
1: And th- this is where you. This is where you're sleeping. You're sleeping right there. next yeah, to Yeah, I
2: could. I am. Yes
1: okay mm-hmm. all right, well yeah. we're, we're, I'm wishing you the best of luck with that so that, that'll thank you out. I mean
2: if it happens it would be amazing if it happens during the podcast
1: well it's, if if it, if it happens then uh, we make a movie then then somebody oh. will have to star in the in the biopic mm. I don't, I'm not sure exactly <laughs> it, who that would be we bio, biopic it's a bio,
2: bio biopic I love that
1: Biopic is that what it's called it's a biopic right
2: it's, it's not a, like a bio biopic it's a bio picture.
1: Okay, if it's a picture, but if it's a if it's in if it's in like, did they you they hear that? A Biopic, is that what it's called?
2: Wait, all right. I'm I'm waiting. I'm listening to the trucks. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Just Biopic?
1: Right, got you got you worried about Bi- okay. Biopic.
2: All right, no, everything's fine here. Everything's fine. You know why this is awesome? You know why this is amazing? Why is that? Because my 14-year-old daughter is not downstairs under the covers with the boy.
1: She's driving by right now on the freeway. (laughs) With with the boy. Yeah, they're they're on their way to some club in in Manhattan to go drink. Yeah, I. um, They're off to do Molly with with all the other kids.
2: There's a little bit of a follow up on that.
1: Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So previous conversation. mm -hmm, So I I won't go into details because if somebody would. No, no, no. I don't.
2: I don't want to say anything (laughs) that I said the last time. I don't think you should. Yeah. No, I'm. Okay, so I. The next day, I was in my son's room with my ex-wife. She was about to start painting. I was helping her put up shelving in his room. Now, his room is adjacent to Kylie's room. They share a door. Kylie was in her room. Okay. And I said, Audrey, I asked her about them, you know, being in the pool house, under the covers. I said, and then Kylie's friend came over to sleep over before the boy laughed and i think i maybe said it on the podcast about they were giggling and laughing like she walked in they like what are you guys doing and then it's like
0: ha, ha and
2: they were embarrassed and the whole thing well apparently that friend female friend
0: mm-hmm.
2: who's going to sleep over and the boy is going to go home took video through the window of the pool house and recorded them um making out whatever they were doing okay now my ex-wife thought it was amusing she's like that's funny i'm like really that's funny how's that funny (laughs) and kylie immediately came out of room out of her room and she's like walks into cameron's room her brother's room and says i am here i can hear you guys and I'm like, well, did she, where, what happened with this video? Did she post it on Snapchat, on social media, on Instagram? What? And, they're, and I think my ex wife said, no, no, she just shared it with friends. I'm like, she shared it with friends, but what if one of the friends is gets into a fight with Kylie, doesn't like Kylie, and now they have the video? Then where does it go? Now all of a sudden, our daughter is slut shamed, and then she becomes a girl with a reputation at 14. Not cool. Or does that not happen anymore?
1: I think it happens uh, widely. I was just reading a story here locally about. Oh, uh, thanks. You know something. Something, Seriously, a court, a court case here, a local court case. Okay. Where, uh, some some kid. Uh, he was uh, seventeen at the time. The girl was fifteen. And apparently, was some uh, get together with a bunch of friends. Uh, um, not unlike uh, Cameron's situation, there were, there was some uh, there was some uh, uh, vodka sauce that somebody uh, consumed with their spaghetti beforehand. Ooh, uh, right. And uh, yeah, and so anyway, the, the, the kids were, were, were liquored up, and uh, apparently the uh, girl was uh, was passed out, and it wasn't exactly made clear what the boy did, but he made some sort of. Uh sexual innu- innuendo sort of thing and making uh they, they did a video while she was passed out and I, I don't think it was like a rape thing necessarily the way it mm. sounded you know, with the description mm-hmm. but it was something that she wasn't uh, she wasn't proud of after they looked mm-hmm. at the video later and now there's a court case and the kid of course the the boy is uh uh he's looking at uh, being on a sex offender list for the rest of his goddamn life how old are they uh, he was 17 when it started. She, and was, she was 15. 15. Okay. Now, now he's 19. She's uh, 15 or 17. So it's uh, yeah. So they're they're just kids. And and they, you know, we I, this has been going on from you know from forever and ever. I was just seeing in my hometown. There's a big big story uh, with a little bitty town that I grew up in. There was, was a story. It was on the main page of the of the local newspaper. I looked at their website and um, there there was a big beer bust. There was a party with a bunch of kids. They arrested 40 kids at a, at a, some sort of a beer bust thing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, that's only been going on there for like you know 50, 60 years. Uh, there's the, you know so they've got a handle on it now. It looks like they're they're clearing up the problem. Yeah, uh, you, know, uh, you know the point I'm making is it, it's gone on forever. And it used to be that shit like that happened and it was it was forgotten about. Uh, oh, you know if it wasn't a serious issue, it was it was forgotten about. But now everybody's taking pictures and and, and people are people have they've all got feelings now and we're all we're all in a. Um, I heard it described the other day. as... As a how did they, how did they put that um, uh, uh, the we're in a, a new thing where people want to call people out on air or, or not on air on, online and, and it's not enough if you if you're gonna it's called call out culture it's not enough that something happens and you you go talk you're, you're not gonna ever go talk to somebody directly if, if kids today get in a squabble with each other or parents or whatever get in a squabble they don't actually go directly to each other anymore Uh, that's that's old old stuff people don't do that anymore you're not going to go directly to somebody and talk to them and say hey i I don't appreciate that you took that video could you could you not do stuff like that people don't do that anymore now they want to call people out and the way they call people out to get to get points to get brownie points to get to make their their feelings better and to give them sort of uh uh, somebody's coming through the window i can hear the, the honking um but um i you know, to get the, the brownie points with, with society these days, you gotta call people out, uh, and th- the way to do that is to, to do it online, to try to socially shame them, uh, and uh, and sue their ass and get them in court and make some fucking money off of it. And uh, that's that. Unfortunately, is the world we live in, and it's not gonna change, John John Michael Craig. It's not gonna get any better. So I just say, uh, figure out who's got the video and sue their fucking brains out. That's not that's my. That's my suggestion. That's what I think you should do.
2: Good advice. Good advice. There's, I need to get is, that video. It's too late. Who has it now?
1: It's in the. It's in the cloud. It's out there. Somebody's got it. I could search for it. I could probably find it uh, if I did a little little keyword oh. search. A <laughs> little, little looking around. I don't know. <laughs> uh, speaking it, it's of
2: there. speaking of searching for things. Yes. Um, I am. I'm obsessed with my how upset and frustrated or confused I am about. My daughter having a boyfriend for the first time at the age of 14 and and i'm like well there are plenty of people that have gone through this before yes and and it's just the natural you know you know uh series of events in in one's life as they grow up and i'm like okay well i mean like the whole idea of like quote unquote giving my daughter away it's like, first of all, she's not mine in that way. It's kind of weird. It's kind of creepy. Like, give her away. Like, I'm like not going to give you a blessing. You're probably an asshole. You're probably going to hurt her and disappoint her, you know, one day. You know how I know that? Because I'm a man. I've done and it.
1: You, the other thing is, uh, if if somebody comes up and offers you, uh, how many sheep would it take, John? Yeah. Um, I'm here to offer you my sheep. I, I have 47 sheep for your daughter. How, how many are you gonna take? I, I go.
2: A, I'd say go fuck your sheep, you <laughs> motherfucker. Go <laughs> fuck every single one. How many sheep do you have? How many times uh, do you need to fuck all of them, yeah, you motherfucker? Definitely. By the way, I, I, you, uh, someone who's listened to the show knows my story and my divorce and that
1: I. Um, I, I say when you say divorce what popped into my mind instantly was divorce it had, it, it had uh, quotation marks around it divorce air quotes okay so why
2: i mean i'm separated and divorced i live in her pool house in a separate (laughs) building i mean whatever
1: oh by the way mm -hmm. i I have some advice for you now Mm -hmm. when you're when you're on just because it just popped in my mind you are divorced and you're living in her pool house but uh, here's what when you're on those dating sites now Mm -hmm. you gotta uh, search uh here's your here's your two-word key search keyword search Mm -hmm. key Mm -hmm. search keyword search uh, two words uh, mrs. Bezos mrs. Bezos
2: oh you know what I did see that on Twitter and yeah, Google yeah, yeah. somehow she's
1: on the market, on the market. I mm-hmm. see that yeah she's, right you're she's right. got half of Jeff's money but she's she's an attractive woman she's My, on the market so I, I was I meant to
2: look is. her up I meant to look about look at the story want to know how much that's gonna cost him even if it's not half yeah. like I would take I would marry Jeff Bezos just for him to divorce me, and I would get like uh, one 132nd of the money. I don't care. It's still more than most.
1: just buy everything that all the 437 items that are on my Amazon shopping list right now. That's enough. Get,
2: you would God, take that, just take bam!
1: All that shit would just arrive. <laughs> I would be like, Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> God damn, uh, all right, clean forget break. Forget the sheep, clean forget break. the fucking mm-hmm. sheep. Right, this is this is yeah. this is great. So, 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 there's people that know you. Th- so, uh, where was I? So, Pe- see, people that know you and your situation, you're, you're
2: yeah, yeah, people know, know that I, I live in my ex wife pool. What the fuck was I saying? I don't know what I was gonna say, but um. I'm. I'm telling everyone about this. Uh, oh no! But my point is that I, I, I was about um, being a dad and giving away your daughter. And uh, I'm i married to a woman whose father was in wholesale produce. Okay. Now really? I haven't talked about this a lot. I think you. I think I've mentioned it. Now, um, his last name ends in a vowel. Wholesale produce. Um, Predominantly a cash, business, and refrigeration trucks. You do the math.
1: Yikes. We're okay. disposing of bodies. somewhere.
2: Oh, I okay. didn't say that. I don't know what you're talking about. I just said <laughs> they have they have vegetables. They need to keep them cold. Tony and Minnelli, and I can I, get
1: rid of this body for you. i got to deliver some cantaloupe first, but way, I'll be back to pick I, him up.
2: I swear, yeah. I, I swear to God. I've, I, I don't believe in God, but I swear this is true. You said Tony Minnelli. There is a company called... Manella poultry in New York <laughs>
1: Sal,
2: there's a Sal I, I'm not tell me there's a kid there's no one in the in the Manella family named Sal where's God Sal where's Manella God. and they're in the fucking poultry business come on I'm not making yeah. that up I've uh, google it um every time I see that truck I laugh my ass off um so my former father-in-law like I'm separated for five years divorced for almost four. Mm -hmm. I'm still alive. You know what I mean? If I can survive that, then I can't be the guy that's going to
1: kill a 14-year-old boy, right? Yeah, you could. You, you could. you could. You could break from tradition. You're encouraging even, me? Even, even though that Italian man is still letting you live for some fucking reason. He <laughs> hasn't offed you. I, 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 and I don't know why.
2: He has, he has people. <laughs> he has people. I don't know that he still has refrigeration can, trucks, though. John,
1: he can make a call. He could make a call. It would be one fucking call. We, and, uh, yeah, we yeah. don't
2: need to put him in ice. we just yes. going to no, know. I don't give a fuck what you do to the body. Just Feed it to quick. the sheep. And then go fuck Put the sheep. Put him sh- in the
1: dumpster. Put him in the dumpster and get him the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I'm doing First, have, have them first.
2: have all those sheep fuck him, his yes. dead body.
1: <laughs> his dead, lifeless fucking. And
2: then body. throw him in the East River. You know what? No, throw him out of the window of that shitty apartment that he was staying
1: in, right by the BQE. Have him run over by a truck. Then, yeah. then feed him to the sheep. To the so sheep. You, you just gotta. Yeah, you got to insert yourself in the situation yeah. before he does, mm-hmm. as is what I'm saying. Before uh, mm-hmm. the, the kid does, the, 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 uh, the punk. Yeah, the, the, just, well, I've been obsessive. Yeah, yeah,
2: I've been obsessively talking about this all week. Uh, I came back to work on Monday. I've been to work for three days. And I've, I've told the guy who created the show, I've told his wife, the lead actress, I've told everyone and anyone that will listen. I'm not doing well with it. The boom operator, that's the guy that holds the boom bowl microphone. See that's
1: one of the jobs that when they when they give the listings on TV shows and they've got all these these uh, really uh, sketchy sounding sounding positions sure, that, that, sure. that exist. And nobody in the world, uh, unless you're involved in the, in this stuff, unless you're uh, a part of the in uh, the
2: industry, knows what it means. Yeah, nobody. Keep nobody grip. knows.
1: Yeah, see, I said biopic and you said biopic. You know, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I always
2: mean, thought you were joking when you said biopic. Well, I think how it's biopic. It actually
1: pronounce. Do you say biopic?
2: I've always said biopic. I try not to say the word, but we've said it as much as I said finger bang in episode 113.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm looking it up right now. I'm just looking up the... Uh, Pronunciation? They say biopic. Is there a, a... Biographical movie. Biopic. 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 Why am I thinking biopic? I, I guess... I mean, glasses. it sounds
2: like a medical term, biopic.
1: I heard somebody else use the word biopic the other day. That's why I was on the, on the top of my... I notes. mean,
2: I I think it could catch on, and it could be like Target, Target versus Target, and this guy like, no, nah, it's biopic. not pretty sure it's biopic.
1: Uh, according to this, uh, dictionary.com, mm-hmm. it's bio, that would be capital I, capital O, pic, biopic. Yeah,
2: right. exactly. Does it makes a, sense. Biography, picture. Picture being a movie
1: all right all right i'm yeah i mean start, i'm a, not changing i, I don't it's need like, to be like i think right. it's like often often uh, people who say often i, I want to slap their fucking teeth out of there yeah so I, I just like well, where's this t coming from there's no t in often i know it's it's there in the word when you see it but you're not mm-hmm. supposed to say often often it's, it's
2: often. well often i do say often
1: well then see you're wrong about that I'm wrong i don't say it. i've I, never I, said often you, you never. don't say often
2: well i have i just said it twice all right. Well, I've said it three times.
1: Normally, in the normal, normal <laughs> conversation, would come <laughs> up. How do you
2: how do you say this word? A g a i n s t against. I know. I had multiple professors that called it. that would say against.
1: Against, Well, that's against. very, very British-sounding. Yeah, against. You know, against. Like, you know
2: or I guess, do the... Uh, yes. The,
1: the Canadians have some strange pronunci- pronunciations. <laughs> they may say against as well. It's
2: you I and I against the world. Against the world. It's clearly biopic. Yes, all right. Well, <laughs> So, um, the best advice I think I got this week was, uh, was the... There was a guy who does... <laughs> the, the boom operator. Now, you were saying, do you know what the boom operator does? He
1: operates the boom. He's, there's a the big boom, a, a, a long stick. It. With, the with a microphone, microphone on it. he mm-hmm. keeps it up above the head. Mm-hmm. It used to always show up, in old, old like when they used to have like the whatever the Johnny Carson show or something. They had a live TV. There's usually a uh, 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 somewhere during during the during mm-hmm. the, during the show you would see mm-hmm. the microphone come into the into the frame when mm-hmm. it wasn't supposed to. Somebody mm-hmm. you know was swinging it around and screwed it up. But anyway, yeah, mm-hmm. boom operator.
2: Gotcha. You, you know who would not be uh, okay with this episode? The uh. sound department. On my TV show, they'd be like, "Really?" <laughs> Can't so it'd
1: be like, "No." It's 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 setting. There's a little ambiance there. This is why. Okay, anybody, if, if you're listening now and you're thinking about uh, starting a podcast, uh, the difference being, I'm just going to give you a little little. Uh, since we're talking about things that are technical, John's using a uh, what's called a condenser microphone. It picks up everything, um, and the, that is a good thing. But it's also they pick up everything. And it's a bad thing. So you can you can get a dynamic microphone. and You won't have all that background noise. But we'll work on that. That'll that'll be something. Uh, episode 2000 maybe but yeah on with the uh, boom operator all
2: right. yeah so the boom operator who is he's a father uh, he has teenage daughters mm-hmm. and he said um, that the best thing to do is to is to just to be be as supportive as you can be and make sure that you're there for her during the breakup which, which is, True. I think, is good yeah. advice. And then, yeah. and I thought to myself, well, well that's good. But then it would be like, how, how would I find that balance of pretending to be empathetic when I'm really just excited and happy, even though I know there's gonna be another boy around the corner at some point.
1: Yeah, and then there's somebody along the lines got to talk about you know uh, birth control and uh, oh, you, know, God. you know no her, her, her mom has and, that and I know things like that you know, you, should, her, you know her mom says that you got yeah. go to did the kid you have a little cold sore did he because mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 one in four you remember that in high school they set you down and go one in four you look around the room and you think yes. no, yeah they're 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 the, not this shit.
2: the worst advice I got but it made me the happiest was the one of the special effects guys. Yeah. He, he has younger children and I think he has two daughters as well, but they're like eight, five and three or something like that. And he was like, Oh no, no, that's not okay. You, okay. You have a boat. What do you have? Take them, take them fishing. And he doesn't come back. And he said that, and then what we were going through, I'm like, "Nah, nah, I don't know. I don't really want to scare him. He said, no, I got an idea. He said, what we can do is we can figure this out where, We'll get, we'll somehow get you and him in the same place, and you shoot someone in front of him, and we'll squib the guy with like fake blood packets. He will think that you killed the guy.
1: That would be, yeah, I've, I've yeah,
2: seen no, it. But this kid's an Italian kid. Oh okay? no, Yeah, I don't know much You're about afraid. his family. He's You're from Brooklyn. They may have, yeah, they may the have a fruit truck somewhere. I don't know, but I'm just saying, <laughs> it's. That can go, that can really go south pretty quickly. Um, I don't know if I'd get arrested for it. No one really gets hurt, but who knows how this kid reacts. And then there's a story, and then this kid becomes a liar. No, that never happened, and we clean the whole thing up. We. I don't know. I think it's very slippery. (laughs) <laughs> Honk back! Honk it's back! So, it's Honk so.
1: back at that motherfucker! Is so. Can you flip him off? Hell <laughs> then, I should guy just guy.
2: open the window, yelling down, and be
1: "I'm trying to record my podcast." <laughs> Let
2: me it's one thing. W- it was one thing when my kids come upstairs to my ex-wife's pool house where I live, but now I'm, I'm paying. Trying good to
1: tell my my friend here about my fucking problems.
2: Oh, you know, you know what I can do, Colin. I'm not kidding. I can go in the closet. Where I belong, anyway. Oh, there's a I was, there's I so a I'm so fucking gay. Yeah, hold okay. on. I'm going to do it. I'm serious. I. All right, I, you, he's gonna, you I gotta bring my phone too, though, because uh, just in okay. case that we get disconnected for some reason, Definitely. this is somehow gonna get fucked up. Sorry, I'm, hold on, I'm willing,
1: I'm, I'm willing to go for it because I just on. wanted to yell at that guy. Hold uh, on one second. So we're uh, gonna uh, removing uh, right. a, a whole computer? No,
2: the com- computer's gonna stay there. I've got the it's USB cables there. pretty long. Alright, here, USB fuck cable. it. I'm just I'm sitting in the fucking closet right now. Okay. okay. <coughs> oh, shit. Hold on. Oop, don't hurt yourself. One second.
1: Sounds pretty good now. Hold on one second. All right, all right.
2: I, uh, I'm literally. Are you there?
1: Yeah, I am there. That sounds okay.
2: Nice. I'm in the fucking. All Jesus. right, I'm just staying this in the, the fucking closet. This is oh, by the way, is this is gonna closet. be the best. <laughs> How big is the closet? It's um. Let's see. It is about two and a half feet deep. Um. It is about twelve feet high, and I'd say it's about by seven. So, so it's, it's a fairly a, big closet. It's a decent-sized closet, and it's got a lot of stuff in here. There's, like, a blanket behind me. It's pretty packed. I so moved my shoes, and I'm sitting on the floor.
1: You could sleep in there, practically, seven, seven feet.
2: I could. I could. Yeah, some people pay about uh, 1500 a month for this size room.
1: Yeah, in uh, in parts of New York. Wow, so, why didn't
2: I think of this sooner?
1: So I don't know. <laughs> this is great. All right, so we're this is off better the than street. the pool house. We're off the street. This is better than the pool house.
2: Do you, know the that, uh, do you know that? Do you know that the guy? You know that podcast that I love, um, uh, "Sleep with Me," the one the guy that just drones on. And he bores you to sleep. sleep. It's worked every time for me. His name, Dearest Scooter, is the nickname he's come up with. But he's got a real name. And he's not as boring and drones on as like he does for the podcast. I believe at one point he was literally recording from his closet.
1: Well, it's uh, I, I'd so not decide. a bad I think, idea. I think you should stay there. So, uh, so All right. We, we've been talking about kids. Uh, yeah. We we've had we've got a hotline, uh, phone phone line, uh, three one nine area code, 319-431-2536 If you ever want to call in and just you can you can talk about anything. Uh, you know, you can talk about uh, you can talk about your kids if you want to. So let's let's just uh, let's just check this out. All right. You? This is
2: a recorded call. This is this is, a voicemail.
1: Oh, yes, this is a, a voicemail. It's one that, uh, hang on, just came in. Let me, let me make sure. Me All right, here we go. Right here we go. How
0: How worried do you get about your kids' grades in school? I, I bring this up because um, my oldest son, Liam, is a senior in high school, and he's been a straight-A student. Uh, until this semester. And right now, or in November, right before Thanksgiving, uh, we went online to check his grades and he was failing physics and getting a D in calculus.
1: So, what do you think here, John? Um, All right, so I,
2: I know who that is. I was actually going to guess that. Hold on. My, my, my headphones are popping out here. Can you hear me?
1: I can hear you, yes. All right, yeah, yeah. Don't move too um, so much. Just, that sit, was, still. Uh, Just uh, sit, still, sit still, damn it. Sit still, John. What's that? Sit still.
2: I am trying. I'm trying.
1: Get your set, uh, shit set that, and just sit still. Remain perfectly mm-hmm. still. All right. So you know who that is?
2: Yeah, that's Mr. Tim Araneta. All right.
1: Mm-hmm. And do you think Liam's? Uh, what's it, Liam's on drugs or what's the problem here with Liam? He he was getting straight A's and now he's flunking two classes.
2: What's what's your theory? Well, what, what were the two classes? Physics and what was the other one?
1: Uh, it was something else tough. Uh, was it? So physics or?
2: is challenging.
1: Yeah. Um. Hmm. Well, let's let's listen. Let's see what what else he's got to say. But uh, I think there's more. There's more here.
2: Okay.
0: And um and part of the reason was that uh Liam was in the middle of college applications and trying to get all those done, he was not uh. turning in assignments for these classes. Partly because um talking about it, he he didn't respect particularly his physics teacher. Um so he didn't feel the obligation to meet, you know, when things got down to the wire, it's like, am I submitting my college applications, which will, you know, determine my future, or am I going to, you know, get my homework in on time? He's like, I'm doing the college applications. Now, he managed to get in all his other homework for his other classes because he respects those teachers. Uh,
1: so, yeah, the, uh,
2: the I, Well, I don't have, uh, what was the r- initial question that uh, Tim asked? How do you feel about?
1: How do you feel about? Uh, you know, you do a bunch of kids in the grades and something like this going on. He sees the kids all of a sudden. He's got some some shit that's sliding south, and he's just. I, I
2: don't know. O- I don't obsess over them. Okay. Uh, my ex-wife does a little bit. We get the updates from the you know Power School app. Uh, I struggle with getting the updates. I get the emails, but I can't check. They both go to two different school districts, so I can't check obsessively. Like, I always forget the password and how it all works, whatever. Um, I don't obsess over it. I mean, both of my children do fairly well uh, in, in school. Cameron does better than Kylie, and his uh, workload is harder because he goes to that specialty school. And, and I think, especially if my kid didn't respect the teacher, if I agreed with my t- child that that teacher wasn't the greatest... And they didn't really deserve respect, even though they're a teacher and you kind of thing. I'd be kind of like, no, I'm proud of you because you can see right through it and you're prioritizing. And that's a good life skill, right? That's a really good life skill. And you know what? These college applications and everything else is much more important than one fucking class or two fucking classes. But it sounds like it was just the, really the physics. And then, and I think that schools should look at well-rounded kids, kids that are smart. And look, look they're going to look at the college essay. Sounds like Liam's fine. Yeah, I think he's... to me, I mean, I don't man. know. I mean, it, if if the grade was really low, like, if there, not that there's an excuse for it, but my son's gotten poor grades and screwed up and not handed an assignment or poorly communicated with the teacher, and it's like, I don't know. I just don't think that one grade is going to fuck everything up.
1: So, well, it was two classes, but I don't think it is either. But
2: or even two classes, but it's like. And usually a smart kid can get can make that up and bring it around before the end of the semester right, or right, a school yeah, year that's right that's, yeah, yeah, right that's, now the grade yeah. might be lower and it might hurt the overall gPA and whatever but you, <laughs> maybe they don't make their um what do you call the the dream school is that the not the target school but your your yeah, top yeah, priority yeah, it's, school it's, what's that called
1: I, I guess it's dream school It's not
2: dream school, it's called something else. I don't know, but it's, it doesn't it's,
1: matter. It's these, it's like a, they, they've, they've gotten, I, I, I've heard the name of what you're talking about, and I can't remember.
2: Yeah, Cameron's. Cameron's is Cameron's is um, is, uh, ch- ch- is um, uh, Cornell. Cornell. He doesn't so, think he'll be able to get in.
1: Well, why doesn't he think so? Grades or you got to know somebody? Because I think he
2: knows other kids that went to his school that did or didn't get in and what their grades were, what his grades are. And both of my kids seem to be pretty realistic about where they fall in terms of sports, athletics, school and that kind of thing. So, yeah,
1: Cornell, I think it's one of those schools that falls under the uh, I think where you got to be a little bit careful. Uh, The reason I say is because it's it's high suicide rate. No, uh, well, I don't know. That's about true, that. though. But is it is it true? It no, what I was going to say careful about. I was going to say is uh, just that that's a, a, I think a pedigree in some de- degrees. Some of those schools you end up at more than a degree, and and sometimes that works out. The reason I say be careful is because I think sometimes that works out if you uh, manage to position yourself well throughout that you know that uh, that experience throughout that college experience, it may, it may uh, pay off for you well. Sometimes though, uh, you know, there are people that end up at even a school like Cornell, which uh, when I say pedigree. Uh, um, you're paying uh, a little more for the name on the diploma sure that's b- beside yours in the hopes that that's gonna right. earn you uh, a, a better living and uh, it, it may or may not uh, right I think you know th- our kids are maybe just a little bit older than uh, I, I, I've been trying to figure this out I think there's gonna be a, I think there's gonna be a a uh, sea change in in education in, in secondary education. I, mm-hmm. think. I think that we're already figuring out that a lot of uh, a lot of what um, is being paid for at, at uh, universities is probably um, not worth the cost. It, it used to be the it used to be the only way that you could get certain things, certain uh, uh, you know, certain lectures and certain information and, and uh, advance yourself to a, a higher level in, in certain um, certain things was to sit in a uh, you know in a, in a lecture hall a lot with a Person live that's telling you this stuff, and that was the only way to get it. Well, now all you know, that, they, they, for the most part, it's being uh, recorded and put on YouTube. And uh, there are um, there are dissenters at universities that are saying I don't want to work with the you know within this system anymore. And there are people that are putting up uh, you know renegade versions of these things online. And uh, probably in uh, a few years, and what uh, I would guess. Probably within five years, most of those, uh, or most of that coursework is going to be available free of charge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so then right. you got to worry about you know is it accredited uh, or does that matter if somebody uh, has the knowledge and has that base. Well, right. What, what beyond the uh, beyond uh-huh. the uh, core requirements, beyond the, you know, right. the basics, you know, the, yeah. The, you know, what 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 are we paying for here, and what are we right. getting out of it? Uh, mm-hmm. you
2: know, in the end, mm-hmm. we're going to have some fucking a nation of fucking goodwill huntings. That's what's yeah. gonna happen.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? and, so, and so, you know, what uh, you know, it's great to have an education as long as you can, you know. Um, well, as, long I, as you can make a living at it.
2: <laughs> I have I have thought the uh, same thing. I've thought the same thing for years, and it's not just because I have kids that are teenagers. I mean, I have thought of it when they were younger, like the cost of it, of higher education, and I'm not really seeing what comes out of it, um, like twenty somethings. Work ethic educate intelligence writing skills, etc, communication skills, et cetera, et cetera, yeah, yeah but at the same time like there's got to be a breaking point, I don't know what it is, or a tipping point, whatever you want to call it
1: yeah, certainly, and I think uh, some of it comes down to just the overall uh, the overall economy if if we have uh, you know we have to have kids have to leave the house at some point they have, they can't live in the pool house. <laughs> <laughs> for for their, for their whole life, um, you know, yeah. Only any, ex-husbands only can ex-husbands, live in the pool house. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, ridiculous. Very few people out in the world. So uh, it, it's kinda, it's like uh, our kids. Um, having these discussions sometimes they, they, they I can see you know the deer in the headlights look they' they're lost they don't you know they're being uh, told uh, you know certain things at school that uh, may or may not be true I, I agree with you about the teacher thing that we yeah, sounds like uh, Liam has an issue with a certain teacher uh, um, and we've had this come up with with uh, Tori especially where she's gotten into it with a teacher and decided okay the, the biggest fuck you in her brain. Is to um, not do well in class because that's uh, in somehow in, in the undeveloped brain that, that what makes sense for for them is to think I can get back to the teacher by not cooperating and not doing well. Well, the teacher doesn't give a fuck, really. You know mm-hmm. whether whether uh, you know well some some do. I mean, the good ones do, obviously. But um, it's I guess the the onus is more on the student than than the teacher. I think to try to get something out of uh, out of the, the experience and, and you know the, to get the grade. I know people. Uh, um, that, um, well, people I went to school with and, and, uh, I've got, um, some, some people that I know personally who have some, uh, some kids that I don't think are really that smart that do really well in school. They, they've just learned how to, how school works and, and, you know, how to, how to get through, uh, and not ever have those situations come up where a, a teacher is, um, you know, a, a teacher is, uh, getting in the way because you, they don't like you or you don't like them, um, so, yeah, it puts you in a weird position. I think this kid's probably, uh, I, w- I would guess, Liam. You know, he sounds like he's just figured out he can make some of this shit up later and he doesn't really have to. He's probably in a situation where he's been basically a four point student. He's hes going to get into school anyway. Uh, whatever it is, the dream school, the, I don't know what how you call that. Uh, you're going to have me thinking about it. But um, mm-hmm. there's a name for it. It's one of those, uh, it's one of those like uh, gender reveal kind of things that uh, is the, you yeah, know one of those social media things that we do um, that uh, yeah I don't know but uh I wouldn't worry I wouldn't worry Tim Ironetta. that is that that's, who's the guy is who, who had uh, yeah who we we're talking about who's uh lives out in the bay area of San Francisco which uh yeah, it would be uh, he's in an interesting place because he's uh, he uh, works at Berkeley University and I'm sure that's a different mindset altogether. Yeah, and, and and I know that Tim knows. I I know he's okay with it. Oh, I don't yeah. know
2: that, but I'm fairly confident he's okay with it. Yeah, he's yeah, he's he's, he's he contributing. He he's he a giver. He's he's, he's helping us out.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, did you watch uh, the president speak last night? Were you tuned in?
2: No, no, I did not. I, I did hear. So I have satellite radio in the car, and at one point I turned on CNN or CNBC, not uh, MSNBC, whichever one Rachel Maddow was on, and I heard some of his uh, speech, and then I heard the Nancy Pelosi and uh, Chuck Schumer um Responds. Now, I did not see the video of their little rebuttal, but um, when I saw a still image of it, and the two of them were standing next to one another, I was like, "Whose idea was that? That was a really fucked up, bad idea. How do the? How are they so fucking? The Democrats, whoever made that choice, that it's the two of them, like incredibly polarizing personalities, standing next to one another." Yeah. Oh, it's it's a joke, and then uh, Trump. The whole idea that the first time he does a uh, what what do you call those things? A national address on the TV. What do you call that?
1: Addressing the uh, yeah the nation. It's addressing, called <laughs> addressing yeah, presidential address addressing the nation. A, yeah. I
2: can't find my words tonight. Um, I didn't. Watch I it, mean yeah. to 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 like give a basically tell us how dangerous um, Mexico is, and actually. And then in Playa del Carmen or whatever, outside of Cancun and another resort area, six or seven men were murdered.
1: Yes, there are some areas down there that have been... uh, This happened yesterday,
2: I think, or two days ago. And it it seems like it might be a drug cartel thing. Yes. yeah
1: probably is and it's yeah. happening there yeah. in, in mm-hmm. mexico I, but, I always look at it's like it's the same way i look at crime in chicago um you, you can uh, and i we live fairly close to chicago no i know people that uh, travel to visit chicago go there christmas shopping <laughs> mm-hmm. go downtown go go do everything mm-hmm. that you normally do mm-hmm. and don't fucking worry about anything in, mm-hmm. in chicago where there's mm-hmm. all these murders happening mm-hmm. and the reason the murders are happening it's people that know each other are shooting each other mm-hmm. um it's not strangers shooting strangers and It's the same thing that's going in Mexico, it's people that know each other who mm-hmm, shooting each mm-hmm. other. You got you know you got a, yeah you've got a drug cartel that's shooting at another drug cartel, and we, the United States, has been part and parcel to all of that well, and, for and, fucking years.
2: Right, and and that's what I'm thinking is that the maybe not all people from mexico that come to america are great amazing people but from in my limited experience they all seem to be crazy hard-working and they want to make money and take care of the kids and a good possibility that they're leaving is so they're nowhere near drug, drug cartels fucking murderers and criminals (laughs) <laughs> like, yes. like, it's like we're leaving here because there were two hundred thousand murders from two thousand like over the last whatever number of years. I don't know if it was. I looked it up today. I saw it somewhere, maybe in USA Today or something. But uh, uh, in an inordinate amount of murders. Yes. Yeah. And, and yeah. like. Yeah, you don't want to get caught in the crossfire. You don't want your kids being part of it. You know, like, if I had to worry, it's one thing if your kid fails physics because they're doing college applications. It's another if you're worried about the possibility that your kid gets into a drug cartel.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, and it no, I'm not
2: saying that happens. I don't know who gets it. I mean, but somehow someone grows up to be no. in a drug cartel.
1: Yeah, I, 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 they, they're in various, various. There's, there's low-level stuff that goes on in those countries. Very, very, you know, um, low-paying uh, type stuff where they've got you know people doing things that are, that are, uh, you know. Um, maybe not as risky as other jobs and there's other people that are doing stuff that are, that are uh, forced to do jobs that are, you know, they, they make them, you know, be mules and all sorts of things that, uh, you know, they, they're uh, um, they're required to do. Some of those countries, there's people that are also, they, they don't want to be, uh, they're conscripted into the military service in those countries because, mm-hmm. the you know, if you live in uh, Central America and, and there's these wars that are going on where, you know, okay, you've got the, the co- cocaine guys that are uh, trying to do their thing and then they've got the military, Military and the military or the army needs Help. You know, they need bodies. They will just go into neighborhoods and say, okay, your son is 15? Okay, sure, let's pull him into the military. Then you don't have a choice. Um, and so people, yeah, they're trying to get away from that shit, which anybody w- would do. And, and uh, it, if you see kids that are traveling alone, they're not traveling alone because somebody was like, oh, let's let, the, let's, let's, put the, let's let the kids go on vacation. No, there was some really fucking hard decision that was made somewhere along the line to get them out of harm's way. And um, uh, you know, like I said, the United States has been part and parcel of this shit for so fucking long. We've been involved in, in uh, you know, we were involved directly into the drug trade uh, during the Iran-Contra thing. And um, it's it's well documented. There's there's all sorts of really interesting, uh, you know, watch the all the, uh, you know, the stuff that's on TV on on Netflix. There's a bunch of documentaries that will tell you exactly what happened. It's easy to, to educate yourself about. But there's a bunch of people in the United States that want to go, It's illegal, you get illegal <laughs> anyway,
2: now, did you ever did you watch the uh, press conference? Whatever the address, no, I, I did not. I, did I, you hear I, any of it?
1: I, I didn't. I'm, I've been trying to do you know, I, as hard as it is. I've been trying to back away from news, and in order to do that, I've got to back away from Twitter, which I've, I've been kind of a Twitter addict. And uh, um, I realize uh, I had this I had this mistaken notion I think for a while, which was um, I was I was I thought if I get on Twitter. And I follow the right people on Twitter as far as news sources go. And I thought, okay, if you look at things that are on uh, the Associated Press, as an example, or Reuters, um, they should be kind of straight up and down with what they what they present. Uh, or, and then I thought, okay, I, I should uh, you know occasionally follow people that are um, you know I, here's a, here's a, somebody from the left that sounds you know reasonable enough that I should you know listen to what they have to say, and I sort of follow them for a while. Or somebody from the right, same thing. It's like okay they can present one side of the story or or the other side of the story and i can kind of get a, 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 a an equal an equal presentation of the facts was was the goofy idea that i had um and that's just i i think that's impossible to do because shit flows it's so uh people people are are so uh they're so hell bent on on um, representing their own side in a certain way. Even the Associated Press, I've noticed, has gone uh, off the rails. Uh, I think they do a lot of headlines and things that are, are um, they've got a viewpoint now. They've got an angle. They're 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 trying to get rid of Trump. Which I mean, that's if that's what they're you know they feel like the the press has been attacked and the, that they uh, should uh, be you know firing some bullets back. That's fine, but I can't uh, look at it and say this is a. This is a uh, unbiased source. I don't think there is an unbiased source. Um, so it, it's almost better, I think, just... I don't have to have an opinion on things you, you really don't i mean mm-hmm. you, we get so bent up or so so involved with the idea that you know i should have an opinion on things if somebody asked me about about whatever you know if somebody asked me about about this you know if i don't have an opinion um, you know i'm gonna look stupid I, not really you, you don't you don't have to have an opinion and, and if you do I think have an opinion you should be able to argue both sides intelligently both sides of the opinion Mm -hmm, if if you're mm -hmm. just making making a point out of something and you don't really know what the other side of the point is then then you're just a then you're just a you know you're you're like everybody else or or most people i guess is what i'm trying to say um you know you're you're, Yeah, you're part of the problem. So anyway, I'm just trying to back away from it. So I did not listen to a word of the speech. I I heard uh, or I saw a couple of headlines that said that he looked uh, lost and uh, fumbled around a lot. And um, it was um, a real flat uh, sort of presentation and uh, not your typical. If you think about it, he's never done this. Um, I'm sure he was weirded out as he's sitting in front of this camera with a teleprompter at a desk and trying to be presidential he's never been presidential <laughs> mm. <laughs> I don't, not that i know of you know right. he's so um you know he's all about uh you know uh, this new thing that he's trying to make up this this uh this uh i don't even know what you know this pers- personality thing that he's trying to make up as as the leader of the free world this uh strange thing where we're talking about uh you know, fake news and whatever. We're into this uh, epis, epistemological freefall. I heard somebody call it the other day, uh, and epistemological freefall, which I thought was was good. Uh, anyway, um, which means yeah, shit doesn't make sense uh, anymore. But uh, yeah, I didn't watch it. So,
2: mm-hmm. well, I, something good came out of it. W- which is for me.
1: Okay, good.
2: Now I've I, you know I'm, I'm I'm 47 years old. I've never had a tattoo. Now I'm in Brooklyn. And not old school Brooklyn, but New Brooklyn, like hipster Brooklyn. There are a mm-hmm. lot of tattoo shops all over the place, and I passed one. There's right around the corner from my work, and I've never had a tattoo because I've couldn't. I could never commit to an idea for a tattoo. So I finally got an idea for a tattoo. So you know, you know what a tramp stamp is, like on the small of your back, right above your ass crack, all right. So, yeah. so what I'm going to yeah. do is, um, I'm going to have a row of bricks between the small of my back and my ass. And on the top, it's going to say USA. And then there's going to be a space. And just below the wall, it's going to be like not gay. And then on top, USA. And then underneath, not gay. And then USA on the top. So this is the line. And I don't want
1: certain people to cross
2: that wall, okay?
1: that's my tattoo. A little, Mex- Mex- little mexican man jumping a little, <laughs> a
2: little <ball>. mexican <laughs> jumping into my ass or is he crawling out of my ass i'm not sure he's gonna try to climb over the wall and then there's gonna be an american with a fucking pickup truck and a fucking bazooka maybe it'll be ted nugent and he's shooting him and <laughs> <laughs> <One> dang, <laughs> <all> the- <laughs> <laughs> i should do that just as a fucking joke just uh, yeah nah. so you no know, um, well,
1: well yeah I'm glad you got something I out. I got
2: something out of it. I would have <laughs> conceptually, it's a brilliant idea. It is, it is,
1: yeah. and, and uh, uh-huh. I don't know that I'll be able to roll back that uh, that image of the tramp <laughs> yeah
2: thing I, 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 I basically am putting on an offensive, patriotic USA wall where Mexico is my ass, and my back is me being a straight American USA motherfucker, and I'm literally sitting <laughs> in a closet. <laughs> I'm in a closet? <laughs> I'm literally in the closet right now.
0: Mm.
2: Yeah. At some point I'm gonna have to come out of this closet. I right, fuck, I really backed myself into a corner
1: here. I just uh took a big swig of my uh, pomegranate blueberry Dasani sparkling. That's that's a, that's mm. an exceptional sparkling water.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Coca Cola. Coca Cola is Dasani. They own yes, it. Yes,
1: yes, Coca Cola does own it. Yeah. I
2: forgot my water. I'm a little dehydrated in here. <laughs> it's getting hot too. Yeah, getting a little I, claustrophobic.
1: I did my Schwitz again tonight. I was I was at the gym, so um, yeah, what'd you do? Was, I didn't really do anything. I just went in and uh, sat in the sauna. <laughs> I, I, it's, that was my workout, um, which is which is fine. And, Anyone uh, have their balls out? Uh, you know, I told you that story. I, I, yeah. I went, went in the other day, and I, I it was it was crowded. There, there's a lot of people at the gym now because you know, first week of January, everybody's there. So for another what three, two, three days, it'll be crowded, and then we'll be back to normal. Okay, but I will go into the into the sauna, and uh, it's not a huge huge sauna. There's probably uh, I don't know, it's like eight eight guys in there, which is a, a kind of a pretty much full house for the size of the sauna, and. Uh, there was no place to really sit except for there was a there's a spot right on the floor that is by the heater, kind of around the corner. So I, I thought I'll, I'll just pull in right here and I'll sit down and wait for somebody to get up and leave because you know somebody bails pretty quickly. And uh, I looked over after I sat down and there was an old guy that was sitting on the corner right above the the heating unit which I was beside. So it kind of right at, at eye level. I look over and there's the saggiest fucking old man balls that you could possibly imagine they, they look like eggs running through a fucking uh through a fork or something i don't know <laughs> just not good um it painted a picture that I, I didn't think it was going to but it did uh yeah but uh tonight uh, no 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 say man balls I'm, I'm in there and there's this guy comes in and uh he looks he looks i i believe you know and you, you hate to, to 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 generalize because uh, you know you don't ever know but to me he looked caucasian um he had uh, a lot of you were talking about tattoos uh he had a lot of tattoos mm-hmm.
2: uh and uh why do you say he looked caucasian well he may not a, have been
1: okay All of the tattoos that he had Mm. were related to uh, Native American something, and there there was a bunch of them. He had a big tattoo of I think, and it was pretty detailed. You know, one of those portrait type things done. um, It, it was either that Indian that cr- was crying on the littering commercial from, mm-hmm. uh, from, yep, from the when. late 70s, from the public 70s, service uh, announcement. It was either that guy who was an Italian guy. Or was, early 70s, yeah. yeah. Wasn't he? Wasn't that guy? That guy wasn't even an Indian.
2: I don't think he was. I think you're correct about that.
1: Yeah, I think he was an Italian guy with a, with a produce truck. But uh, anyway, so it was either that guy or it was Mike sitting bulls. So he's got that guy on his ribs. And there's some sort of a, he's got some sort of a, a quote by him that kind of runs up along his, the upper part of his chest where the w- words are up there, which I wasn't going to stare at long enough to read. But he's got like, he's got a dream catcher thing on his arm, and he's got uh, a bunch of feathers and fucking wolves and horses. And it was very, very, it was an homage to, uh, to uh, indigenous Americans that was all over him. And uh, so, I, like I said, you don't really want to, you know, you don't want to look too much. Uh, you know stare at somebody's tats uh, mm-hmm. at least i, I don't and I'm, I'm i'm in there usually usually i've got uh, i've got my buds in my earbuds in but uh, they were i, I them uh they, they were dead and when i checked them out before i took off and i didn't want to wait to charge them so i, I left without the earbuds um you know you get the old guys that will try to talk to you with earbuds in uh, mm-hmm. sometimes and that's kind of irritating but uh y- usually people leave you alone but i'm in there without earbuds and uh in comes a white guy with all the uh native american tattoos and uh he uh he sits down and uh, he starts chatting he starts talking and uh i'm first, I'm trying to give him kind of one word answers, and uh, i don't I don't want to chat I really I really don't generally speaking in public uh if I'm at, like if I'm in a lion at a grocery store or whatever and somebody I got chatty Cathy or you know, Joe talk a lot, Johnny talk a lot, I guess, but you know um, I, I probably don't want to chat with you i, uh-huh. I just I'd, I'd rather just you know rather move the move the line along and uh, and uh, drop the conversation. <laughs> But uh, he, he's, and, and usually what I'm thinking when something like that happens, uh, and especially tonight, I was thinking the words that were popping in my head, and those words were stuff like Zoloft, Prozac, Lexa. What's this guy? Is there something? There's something. There's there's something lit in this guy's persona. That's burp, burp, burp. there's something going off here that's making this guy talk. It's like he can't help himself. He's like, ah, what's going on? How you doing? Uh, how's your day? How's the week going? Everything good at work? He was he's asking me questions like that. How's the week? Everything good at work? And I'm like, thinking, who the fuck is this guy? He doesn't know me. I don't know him. He's, he's asking me these questions like this. So I'm just turning shit around. I'm doing the turnaround thing. I'm like, it's going great. How's it working for you? I'm doing that kind of stuff. And uh, I, I, I had to look. I did just, I had to kind of give him the direct stare down and ask him a lot of, a lot of difficult questions before he finally shut up. I, I talked him back into a corner. Then he left me alone. But... I don't know, if you just wanted me to talk. I, I don't, I'm not sure where he's going. What, what's he doing? What's, you, you, you mentioned you like, you like to be the talker. Do you talk to people? In a, you know, if you're in the sauna, are you going to talk up somebody in the sauna?
2: No. No, I don't want to talk to anyone.
1: Just You say in the grocery store a lot of times you like to talk.
2: Yeah, yeah, sure. Sure. I mean, it's like passing bullshit. It's just like annoying, exhausting, so, who gives a fuck. I mean, they may and they may not like it, but I don't care if I amuse myself. I'm cool.
1: Is it the nakedness then that... Uh, <laughs> That would be the issue. If I don't love na- the
2: nakedness. I
1: mean, I, I mean, I just get n- at the grocery store. Would you talk to them? If there's an old guy with his balls hanging out at the grocery store, are you going to ask him, how's the week going? Absolutely not. <laughs> if he's got his clothes on, you ask him.
2: <laughs> no, I'm not going to ask him how his week is going. Okay. Well, I'm going to say something that ridiculous, weird. snarky, or what I think is mildly amusing. And if they don't feel it, then I back off I or I go, or I go in deeper.
1: I should have. See, I should have gone in deeper. I should have said, "Well, you know what? I I should have told him about the podcast. That's probably what I should have done."
0: Mm
2: -hmm. No, you should have said,
1: "We. I don't need to talk to you. I I have a podcast. Listen to my podcast if you want to listen to me." I could have said, though, I have a podcast, and we've been worrying about uh, male genitalia has been changing, and uh, just I'm worried about the uh, the micropenis. The micropenis. I'm worried about the micropenis and the whatever the hell it was, the biopene. I'm more worried about the micropenis. And, and I think mm-hmm. right there, that again, probably would have did, shut him up. I did so.
2: I tell you about the, uh, the text I got from uh, one of our, our uh, listeners? Mm, I don't think so. Did you? This was uh, on Sunday. So today's Wednesday. Right. This was on Sunday night. And it said, hey, no, pycro, not, no micropene talk on the podcast tonight, please. Flashbacks of my ex. <laughs> okay. He's he's a gay he's a gay fella. Okay. He's he's obviously not sitting, he's in, not sitting in the closet. He's not in the
1: closet. He's not he's not with you in the closet. No,
2: no, yeah. he's he's not. Uh he hasn't seen the inside of a closet in a long time. Uh I said no, recorded last night couldn't be more opposite of micropene. I may quit the podcast after episode one thirteen. Traumatic shit. Not as dramatic as an X with a micropene, though traumatic yeah, I, I haven't 100%. caught it yet regardless don't quit i'm like i think colin will push it out tomorrow like it's some sort of uh, backed up turd i won't likely quit so anyway after he listened he's like oh yeah i get it now
1: i think i'd be hoping for the micro penis if i were gay because i'd be like ow 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 <laughs> all
2: right that's well <laughs> that you, you see you're, you but i don't i don't think he i don't think he's a um mm-hmm bottom i think he's a top. he listens to every fucking episode okay i'm one and a half two times speed sometimes but oh i need to i'll slow down for him i you think he's a down. i think he's a top <laughs> now i don't know how. i mean i don't think he has a micropeen but i don't really know what he's sporting, is because he i don't discuss that
1: i'm gonna say as he sent you a picture but let's not even that's not even that's yeah that's probably not yeah. don't
2: suggest it you know, he I might. heard
1: something the other day. Uh, uh, I heard something the other day about um, okay. Um, there is something now that's being bandied about that uh, is another thing to worry about. Is uh, something called thin privilege? Have you heard of this? Thin no. privilege. If you're if you ever if you're not uh, if you're not of a certain rotundity, rotundity is that a word? Um, then you should be. Uh, you should realize that you have thin privilege, and uh, you've so the world is easier for you. And uh, you should be
2: basically um, if you're not a fat fuck. <laughs>
1: I didn't say that.
2: <laughs> you didn't I, say that, but uh, I'm just saying that's.
1: I used the word rotundity. I was going to say, you know, if you don't shop with the in the in the husky section.
2: <laughs> I work with some fat fucks, so maybe I'll ask them.
1: Yeah, you're going to say, uh, do I do I have thin thin privilege? You think? You, what's the guy's name? The guy that uh, the, the the reader? What's? His? <laughs> like, you probably shouldn't say his name. Who's Suck- this? We, we talked on the show, and you said there was a gentleman that you, would, you, were, you were suggesting a self help book uh, about uh, getting in touch with you <laughs> your inner self or something like that.
2: <laughs> and yeah, one of my colleagues. I I can't talk about that anymore because another is, another guy that I work with found our podcast.
1: Oh, so he was listening to it. Was he uh, busting his balls about
2: it? No, today while at work, you know that one of my one of the tools of my job is I have a walkie talkie. Yes. Right. So. It'll be like, uh, John Craig, uh, we need you to go to the office to uh, pick up uh, something for props. You know, and I'll do something like that. And right. On the walkie today, I heard these random voices, people talking what the hell is he doing so the guy who found our podcast was playing our podcast and then cueing his radio when it was going on and i was standing on the street like a few <laughs> feet down and i was like what the fuck is that i was looking down to my left looking to my right i'm looking at my boss like shrugging my shoulders like who the fuck is that is like, it sounded like people were in the middle of a conversation while they were it was episode 113 of my podcast i didn't recognize that it was me because contextually why would my podcast be on the walkie-talkie i walked over to I was like, how the fuck did you find that? He's like, I just wrote in John Craig. He's like, I realized, he's like, I had to download the podcast app, which I just thought every iPhone had. I did, but apparently not. He downloaded the podcast app, and then he went in the podcast store and just wrote John Craig. And then he immediately got the results of, you know, Colin Flynn and John Craig, you know, two guys who I haven't met in real life. I'm like, motherfucker. I was like, please don't tell other guy. I mean, he's the first one that heard that I had a podcast and looked it up.
1: He's like walking around going, this fucking John Craig is questioning our our he's questioning our sartorial choices. <laughs> he's like,
2: <laughs> oh, I, when he when he played it and he was like, oh shit, he's gonna tell other guys. I was like, I was trying to think, what have I told? What have I done? They're never gonna listen. They're never gonna have
1: enough. You know. Well, you got to get through the whole thing. You know, that's the other thing. They they may listen to part of it, and then they're gonna be like, yeah, fuck that guy. You know. So yeah, you know, it, it is what it is. You know although there's days we had like and i don't get this I, I look at you know sometimes on the on the download stuff i'll look at the country code stuff like the other day we had uh, uh, uh i don't remember how many it was it was like 15 you know not a huge number but we had like 15 downloads in one day and i didn't from from a country code i didn't recognize and then so i'm looking at the country code and i'm like what, what the fuck is this country code and i'm like and it was from lebanon and i'm like lebanon What the hell? And maybe it's the, I some of the stuff I've mentioned about, uh, yeah, I don't know, I I used uh, Al Qaeda in there. I I still think that, and I, I. I still think there's some sort of a uh, the, the the government has some sort of a listening bot thing that they do, and they they're scanning some of these podcasts and they're looking for certain keywords. And I said Al Qaeda, and uh, I think that somehow that got uh, that got picked up. And uh, because that, on that uh, that week we had a bunch of weird uh, downloads from various Middle Eastern countries, and I'm like, how what else would they? How else? Yeah, we had a bunch of downloads. That's,
2: that's honestly my favorite place on on Earth. Middle of the Middle East. The Middle East. Mm-hmm. Pakistan. Yeah. Or? My name is John. M. Craig, and I i love uh muslims and and in the middle east uh i love oil i love oil
1: is there a? I uh, i love is princes is there a middle eastern country mm-hmm. uh that you're uh, more fond of uh than another
2: um i like where's uh where's uh al, al-, al- qaeda where are they based out of
1: I don't know if do they have do they have home home mm-hmm. land? I don't know. Well, we know they hid. Uh, they were hiding in Pakistan at one point. Uh, that's okay. where they. Uh, that's where they got. Uh,
2: I'm I'm okay. Um, that's Osama. not really that's in that's in a whole that's not in the Middle East though.
1: So they got Osama there in Pakistan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm so trying to they, think. Uh, but, uh, there's there's Iran, there's Iraq, there's uh, Syria, there's Lebanon, there's uh, Jordan, mm-hmm. uh, Qatar, mm-hmm. Bahrain.
2: I love Space Jam. Uh, you said Jordan. Uh, I love Oman, that movie.
1: Oman oh mm-hmm. man, that does, uh, uh, Yemen, the like that.
2: Uh, what about United uh, Emirates,
1: United Arab Emirates, a- Arab Emirates, right, love oh, that the, one, where's the big island though, the fun island thing with, uh, the Dubai. Island tower. Dubai, I love Dubai, yes. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, they, they I just go to uh, Dubai. Dubai, I
2: party, that's where yeah. Lindsay Lohan lives, she lives in Dubai now,
1: she, does she really, I just mm-hmm. know. She's. she's she got a
2: new TV doing. show,
1: She's on the no drinking train, isn't she still or is she still? I, th- I, I don't know.
2: I heard her on the radio today, and... uh uh, man, she sounds like she smoked a lot. If she doesn't still smoke, she sounds like she has smoked a lot in her life. She's Cigarettes.
1: Always had, she's always had a, a pretty deep voice. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, that will make you old. Look at the pictures from the, uh, what was the fucking award show that they just had uh, like last week? The uh, Golden Globes. Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. Look at the pictures of, uh, what's her name? The actress is about 60 years old. Uh, Lauren Bacall? Oh, no. No, Lauren she's Bacall's a lot little older. Is she still alive? I. Um, she has a raspy, deep voice. Famous parents. Um, I can't remember what the fuck her name is. She's like, she's got a real Goldie Hawn. Uh, Goldie Hawn is older than her by. Yeah, she's like 15, seventy. Fifteen years old. Seventy-something. So, um, yeah. So Golden Globe. Uh, I'm trying to think of what the uh, what the, what her name is. Um, anyway, uh, she apparently is a smoker because if you look at uh, uh, the, the pictures of this woman um, up close. Oh, Jamie Lee Curtis.
2: Oh, yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis, yeah, yeah Tony Curtis's uh
1: yeah yeah, uh, look daughter at the pictures of her she's sixty
2: and she, she's not only sixty she's got to be older than sixty,
1: uh, she just turned sixty, I think, uh look at the pictures that they just came out now now, the Golden Globes had this the Fiji water girl, did you hear about the Fiji water girl, Mm-mm. My favorite water, uh, the, the Fiji water, which uh, we call Airport water around our. Wait,
2: house. wait! Oh, 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 Fiji water girl! I see this Jamie Lee Curtis slams Fiji water girl! What the fuck is going on here?
1: Well, there was a girl that I thought this was brilliant. The Fiji water had a uh, they had a, just a girl that was her. She was tasked with uh, walking around with a tray, and it had uh, comp Fiji water in mm-hmm. a bottle with with these little straws sticking out of it. Mm-hmm. Which I'm surprised they had straws because you know it's California. But uh, anyway, um, so um, this Fiji Water girl was uh, mm-hmm. she was she was crafty. She she made sure that she photobombed like almost every big photo that took place at the Golden Globes out on the out on the uh, carpet, you know, the red carpet or mm-hmm. whatever it is mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. The Fiji Water girl managed to slide her way into. She was very cognizant of where she, where mm-hmm. she was at, mm-hmm. and slid her way into all these pictures. Uh, and I guess apparently Jamie Lee Curtis didn't I like it. But
2: I see this. I see this. I see that she tweeted Jamie Lee Curtis. So I specifically moved away from. the blatant Fiji and Moet, pro, um, Moet or is it Moet Mo, right. promotions I knew there was a photographer poised and I moved as I didn't want to be doing advertising for either the sponsors of the event need to get permission from people before they try to take the picture with them uh, why what you mean a curmudgeon just fucking loosen up nice if, you know
1: if, if you want to know about the effects of, of smoking look at Jamie Lee Curtis and uh, you're probably thinking 60 uh, sounds old but you can probably find a bunch no, of people that are she, her, her age find other people that are her age take a look at the picture and then look at her she looks like shit <laughs> she's okay for a silver-haired old woman she looks she looks good and I'm, I'm, she she you know but she looks good for a fucking 80 year old wow
2: says. yeah yeah it, it's not just the white hair it's the face and the lines in the face
1: yeah she's S- you can tell she smoked a lot i, I will guarantee you she's been she's been uh hardcore at it and yeah. I, mean, she had, I think she had some su- substance abuse issues and usually
2: yeah I believe she did yeah.
1: yeah you know usually when you, you when you get off the, the when you get off the sauce when you get off the booze train when you get off whatever it is uh, a lot of those people end up uh, you know they smoke a lot or they, you know, they, they find mm-hmm. some other way to do it uh, some, some other something to ingest something that doesn't look good I saw uh, uh, Brolin uh, what's his name uh, the, the, the,
2: James uh, the, Brolin
1: no and, and he looked good for his age I haven't seen him in a long time but uh, anyway uh, no Josh, his son, uh, so I saw a thing of him the other day, uh, some interview, and uh, I don't know how old he is, he's in his, early 50, is he about 50? He's ish?
2: about 50, uh, Josh Brolin, roughly, he's a little bit, you know, he might be 48, 49, but he's close to 50, Yeah, he's he not looks, 50.
1: Yeah, yeah he's looking, he looks good, he's, I mean.
2: He's like a badass, he was born in 68, so he's uh, 51, he's turning 51.
1: Yeah, but uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he looks... Yeah, yeah so, Okay, so is he going to look that bad in 10 years? I don't think so. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I, don't I know.
2: mean, isn't Tom Cruise almost 60? Tom no. Tom
1: Cruise is... 50. 55-ish. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I think he's... Yeah, because Tom Cruise, I saw somebody was saying that... Um, uh, th- he hmm. is about the same age 56. now as Wilfred Brimley. Right, was when right. Brimley when he did uh, made uh, Cocoon, Cocoon, which is mm-hmm. freaks you out when you look at the two and go, yeah. "That can't be possibly true." Yeah. But I saw something. I you, you you are like me. You're not a big sports guy, but um, I, I uh, heard somebody the other day talking about uh, Alabama football, and they were uh, pointing out that Nick Saban, the coach at uh, Alabama, uh, is uh, 67 years old. Uh, and he looks good for sixty seven the, the guy is he's a young sixty seven. And then they were pointing out that uh, the most famous uh, Alabama coach you know of all time bear bear Bryant um, was sixty nine when he died. and Bear Bryant looked old for a long time.
2: oh yeah, he looked yeah, he's just one of those guys, old looking guy, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: so they're and they're about you know roughly about the same age. so you know I, I, and i I think today we we know how you know to take better care of ourselves so uh, in some ways that uh well
2: that's my goal is is to you know is, is to get out of this closet and to uh stay in shape and look good at 60.
1: And that ladies and gentlemen is our show let's let Mr. Big Voice take us out.
0: Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed Unbecoming of Age. Bonus content at unbecomingofage.com. Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Find us on social media at Unbecoming of Age. And sometimes when we touch.